Greetings, everybody. Today is a sad, sad day for multiple reasons, for personal reasons and due to us not comprehending certain things, but we'll get into that. It is I, you're lovely, you're elegant, you're sexy. <laughs> Never gets old. ASMR. <laughs> do, do, queen. You know what I don't like about ASMR a lot of times? Hmm. The people doing the voices think you have to make your voice ultra annoying and loud in a soft way. Like they click their tongue more than they have to. Like yeah. they make it touch the roof of their mouth. Yeah, because honestly, a lot of it is that the whole Pavlonian thing. You got to do it in a, in a certain way that is seamless with the life already being lived. You have to talk naturally and do it. And a lot of these people are just like, I, I, I'll listen to them and be like, oh, what's it like? I'm like, oh, this hurts to listen to. You hit it right. You get gentle and you don't make a lot of weird stuff to it. You talk normal. <laughs> Period. Full stop. Right? You know what? You're bad ASMR. <laughs> okay. So, introduce yourself. Who are you? What are you about? What is it to be you? What is my motivation? I think my motivation and to be me is to be... I'm going to see if I can do this all the way right. Baby. In training. Rookie. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought you were going to follow it up with diapers. <laughs> Champion Ultimate Mega. Torosaurus Rex. You're gross. You're Why gross. would I ever follow it up with diapers? You know, you, so, I'm so opposed to it, I can't joke about it. So, uh, before I go into no, the serious stuff, no. I want you guys to know your dodo queen. Uh, Her feathery, feathery fingers. Which makes sense, right? Oh, yeah. Has touched the forbidden fruit with her art. How so? She has made, I have made. <laughs> These different people. Adult work. Adult pornography. No, I know what you mean. I'm just, okay. So when someone says diapers and gets grossed out by it, and you start to talk about the art you've made, I don't expect you to be like, I as an artist have drawn boobies. I thought you were going to admit that you've done diaper art before. Oh, fuck no. That's the only no, logical follow-up. So, That's why I'm looking. So, I was waiting. So, let me get go okay. on. Oh. There's a reason why I mentioned that I uh -huh. do adult work because at this point, I have a, a commissioner and uh, <laughs> I like how you say it like that. And he has his has been wanting me to do a lot of adult work for him, but I just got, I got burnt out on it. I really don't like it. There's too much grossness behind it that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> At this point, I feel like if I limited what I would take in to draw, I would still want to rip out my eyes. But anyways, to the point, I have been kind of avoiding taking a commission from him. And today he admitted something to me. Oh, yeah? He likes that ADL. I don't remember. I, I, basically, people, adults being in diapers. It I, has an acronym? Yeah, it's like AD. Actually, no, I don't no, you don't need to look it up. I don't care. Are you sure? Yeah, because I don't want to know. I don't want it in my mind. That's the only reason I'm stopping you. I don't want to know the information because if I do, I'll think about it. And I don't want to do but that. What if the audience wants to know? <laughs> you know what? If the audience wants to know, they can A, Google themselves. Or B, they probably already do. They just want to hear you say it. Oh, okay. Don't give them the sass back. <laughs> they ain't got you no dollar. Yeah, where's my fucking dollar? I still haven't received it. Give, give my Dota Queen a dollar and she will say any acronym you please. Would you even say FBI if they wanted you to for a dollar? I tell them that I am the FBI. <gasps> and I must strip search them very, very, very slowly. So many berries. Uh, you know what I think you should do sometime? You should do the dumbest ASMR. Like, we could script it out a bit, but, you know, just for the notes, and then you freestyle, because I think it's best freestyled. Something like that would be like, I'm an FBI agent, and you've been very bad. You're on our list. <laughs> now I've got to cavity search you. And then, like, do the whole glove snap thing. You know, like, it, you know what? ASMR is just old-time radio shows. Yep. Right? But whispered. 
but whispered is it's like if, if you're gonna read oh my god we should do an asmr of like the lone ranger like an old program because you know how to do like and here and do like this and here comes my horse hi-ho silver away <laughs> right like make all of it asmr like whisper all the actions shit you get all for that yeah i get i'd pay a dollar to watch to watch that yeah that's right um so my point to that this commissioner sent me art of what he liked because he asked him what kind you know i thought maybe he wanted i i draw a child in a diaper you know but I won't draw an adult in a diaper. And then I won't draw an adult that soiled itself in the diaper, looking cutesy like it didn't fucking shit itself. Oh, why do people show me this shit? You get a lot of inappropriate pictures. Yeah, when I was 14 also. <laughs> I, someone, Go date yourself. Yeah, I'm not going to date myself because... Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, when I was 14, I got a picture of someone's dick which you know i i'm kind of like sheltered so i never saw a dick before it grossed me the fuck out and he's like oh how do you like my piercings i'm like you motherfucker you know what, what? you did date yourself with your own terminology mm-hmm. i got a picture of a dick is that really how how someone would say it a eggplant <laughs> <laughs> what what do you want me to say they're called dick pics you got a dick pic Oh, I got a dick pic. Dated yourself. I did date myself. Right. But I'm so lovely. How could I not date myself? You know, at the beginning of that whole thing, also horrible story. (laughs) Beginning to end, just that was easily the worst thing ever. I was right to try to distract. I wish you didn't remember. Horrible story. You are truly a dodo queen. Because you didn't even realize, like at the beginning, you start telling the story. Then you realize, oh, I have to explain. Mm -hmm. And you're like... For the people, <laughs> so you know, you know, it's very, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, masses, but there are two syllables in the word I'm about to use. It's okay if you do not understand this. Your queen understands for you. You know, that, that, that's like, that's how you talk sometimes, but not in a bad way. That's the thing. It's just so natural. It's like. God damn it. <laughs> you know, if not a queen, I'm sure in a last life, easily duchess. Easily. Easily. Contessa at worst. That's my opinion. Ooh, ooh, what do you think my rank was in the last life? Oh. Squire. <laughs> How dare you. You may call me squire when we are RPing. <laughs> but in the bedroom. No, just kidding. That's exactly what I was thinking, but I'm not so lewd I talk that way. But in life, I am minimally... Sir. <laughs> and I mean the old school knight version. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's bloody shit up tonight. So do we get to our point? Do we want to? I don't really want to, but I know I have to. Oh, but I mean, uh, do we have any other stupid shit to say? I mean, you're mm. the one. You're the one editing all this. This is this is technically your problem. <laughs> I'm just going to post it as is. Ah, no meditation. <laughs> oh, but then they'll realize that we're kind of stupid. Oh my goodness. They didn't realize that before. Wait a second. T-Rexes are known as some of the stupidest dinosaurs. <laughs> Dodos are known as some of the stupidest birds. <laughs> oh, shit. What have we done to ourselves? This is our own fault. No one made us do this. Well, we, we needed the masses to know. You know what? I'm starting to think. And go with me on this. T-Rexes, Dodos, so intelligent, go me on this, before extinction, mm-hmm. both in different times and space, invented true teleportation technology, by coincidence landed on the same planet together, and now the great T-Rex-Dodo wars rage across the planet, <laughs> masses dying left and right, seas turning red in our, uh, our, our truly brotherly blood. Because you know what? You guys are my descendants. Fuck, listen to your elders. Give me the goddamn planet. Oh, T-Rex King. Oh, yeah. I want some of this. Not with your rickety knees. <laughs> you know what? You blame my mom for my knees. I blame my dad. <laughs> Have you seen his knees? Oh, I thought you were going to go the other way where, you know, huh. you were always on your knees for your father. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so should we talk about what we are avoiding talking about i guess so i just get so worried that you know the more we talk about it the less we learn about it 
Well, that's how I feel the more I watch it. I know. The more I watch it with you, the less I feel I understand. And it makes me feel crazy. My disclaimer is that I'm a fucking bitch. No. And I don't fucking believe most things. And this is other than the intro to this. It is going to be all opinion based. We're going to go back to the creep show art incident. So for the people that didn't listen to our first podcast because it got really jacked up on YouTube, there is an art community. And within the art community, there's an artist called Creepshow Art, a.k.a. Shannon. Shannon was allegedly stalking another YouTube artist called Emily Artful for 8 to 12 years. It was brought to light because of this online forum called Locale. And Shannon ended up exposing herself by breaking several of the rules that they had there. So because of this, they released information that Shannon was shit-talking a lot of people. She was advertising for herself. So because of that, it ends up that Emily Artful exposes Creepshow for allegedly stalking her. So the story goes that Shannon has been stalking Emily by making sock puppet accounts and also getting Emily Artful to get fired from her job. This is all alleged because all the information that Emily has provided is circumstantial. And the evidence that Emily shows is directed towards Anthony. And I don't understand why people aren't pointing that out. So Emily was dating a man named Anthony. They broke up. And then Anthony started dating Shannon, who became Creepshow Art. And he and Shannon together supposedly started being intrusive upon Emily. Anthony made music. Emily was going to do some backup singing. Anthony showed Emily some backup vocals that he already had on song. Emily said that the person that was singing was really shitty. And I don't know if she thought it or she said also that she could do better. So supposedly after that, uh, Shannon started stalking her digitally, right? Because none of this happened physically. There was one incident where they said that person took pictures on Snapchat of a building near her house. And they said that they were coming or something like that to oh, kill really? her along those lines. But uh, primarily digitally, it is alleged that Shannon was, you know, coming to her and being strange and cruel and weird and blackmailing and for whatever reasons these things were able to happen to Emily. And it sounded like Emily herself was a very uh, emotionally disturbed person being abused by men like Anthony who's... Oh, and she has a, a really bad track record of men. Like, it this sounds was, like it. This wasn't her first time that the new girlfriend of his ex has harassed her. If you listen to some of her ex stuff, it just sounds really shady how much trouble she gets in with her exes. I mean, it's probably, it might not be her fault, but you can see that she has a type of guy that she likes. Yeah, and she keeps doing things with them after they shouldn't be doing anything together. Yeah. Not so much that they're just broken up, but they're broken up and both in different relationships. I mean, some people can pull that off. Yeah, some people can, but, but she keeps not being able to. But he was abusive. Yeah. So she should have set up some... And again, I, that makes it sound like victim blaming, but I feel like if she could have been a little stronger, and I hope that stop letting those people back into her life. Yeah. I mean, we, we all say it like it's easy, but it's not. No, it's not easy. Most people do have abusive people in their lives that they just can't stop having. That is a normal social thing, unfortunately. And absolutely, we're not blaming any of Emily's misfortune on her. It is not her fault. It's just the way all of this is handled, we find strange. Yeah. So there's a strange relationship between the three. But it's come down in the court of social opinion that Shannon has been coming at her weird. Stories like Emily started her art critique YouTube that someone 
randomly came to her and said, oh, this other person's doing a similar thing. And she thinks it was Shannon pretending to be someone else to get her to look and be jealous or whatever a stalker's trying to do. And she keeps saying she has all these proof of these things and something she does show with some emails and some of that. We have many different points on these things. But on that point of was it Shannon stalking her? How does anyone know that it wasn't Anthony the whole time doing these things? She says they write differently. But could a person trying to trick you and it's abusive to you not write differently to trick you? They think that they have such an ego that they'll never get caught. It's possible. It's possible, but yeah. that's not the only type of criminal there is. Yeah. It's like, why are you making a character out of all these people? Yeah, and Anthony's just a human. He just has a bad desire. And a person with a bad desire will feed it however they can. And if sometimes pretending to be someone else is that way... Many people know what their abuser, they will pretend. My other thing too with the stalking, so yeah, maybe Shannon did all, write all the ones that weren't in Anthony's style of writing. Mm. Who's to say he didn't coach her on what she was writing? And he sounds like an abusive person. I don't care if he gets mad at me for saying it. Sounds like a terrible, terrible person. I felt bad because everyone's making fun of Shannon for lying that she was homeless in a non-traditional homeless way, as in the husband wanted to buy speakers so to buy speakers, he decided that he didn't want to pay for housing. So they lived in their car. But if you're in that kind of abusive situation, doesn't that mean you wouldn't leave it? Especially Shannon's hates herself. Very and much. If, if Anthony shows any love to Shannon, then I'm sure she would follow him to the end of the world because Shannon probably feels alone and not loved. A human with bad self-esteem, bad self-image, possibly from uh, an emotionally emotionally abusive upbringing. I, he did it to buy speakers? He gave up a home? To buy speakers? Well, he was giving the excuse that that rent was really high and all that angsty shit, you know? You know, fucking if rent's high, move somewhere where it's not and get a job. If you gotta flip burgers or whatever, it's like, dude, you, you're in a relationship. Whatever you think about capitalism, whatever that kind of bullshit is, you still have responsibilities to be decent and to care for the life around you that's really shitty. And, and that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, she was homeless purposefully. It's like, no. She was tied to a beast of person that made her homeless. But, you know, she had the option to leave. And, you know, that's why there's a lot of victim advocate centers everywhere because people can't leave. And when they leave, they end up either being stalked, threatened to be killed, almost being killed, being or, killed. or being yeah. killed. I like how everyone downplays the fact that Anthony, the only thing that Emily feels like she solidly gave us proof on is that Anthony is abusive. I will take the fact that he did rape her because he sounds like he would rape her because of everything that she's told us about it because he has that personality trait to do it. Doesn't seem like he cares. He wants what he wants, which it shows living in his car for years just to get fucking speakers. He blames things. Does he ever blame himself for not trying harder? And then Shannon's obviously in a bad place. Emily is very much so in a bad place with what she's told us about her, her life. Anyone watches a lot of her stuff, though, where she's talking openly about life, she's had a hard life too. What is this guy doing exactly? It sounds like he's whispering in all of these hurt women's ears. Tired of people just saying, oh, there's evidence, but it's all circumstantial. The evidence was shit. It's like even with Emily's first video, I'm going to believe her because how can you prove certain things? Yeah. But in the end, it felt like she only proved that Anthony did it. The locale incident with Shannon doesn't prove anything. I've read some of her stuff. And the whole locale thing, I think is a separate incident from the Emily Artful thing. They're two things that happen simultaneously, but aren't the same. Because one is a stalking and harassment issue. The other one is the whole locale just sounds like Shannon has some emotional or mental issue that makes her just ramble off. My mother has this, your mother has this. They just, they don't need to be talking to anyone. They just talk to talk and it's just dumping and venting. And But if you read anything on locale that uh, Shannon 
that Creepshow Art said. It's not directed at anyone. It's just such random yelling into the void. None of it is coherent. And a lot of it's so esoteric to her and her specific life that everyone's making videos on her is just angry that she said a bunch of ranty shit. But they're mad that she's two-faced. These people are mad that she just basically is like, yeah, I love you, bye. And then when she hangs up the phone, she's like, fucking cunt. It's like, basically, I feel like um, Shannon was used as a shield also because the community didn't like her. I didn't like her personally. I don't even know why I'm defending her, but I- The thing is you're not defending her. You're you're saying how bad the community is. Just a robot used her as a shield. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Manga Common used her as a shield. Hopeless Peaches used her as a shield. Oh god, that's a whole nother thing even. And they were able to just skirt on by and be like, oh, yeah, I wasn't the bad person. Look at Shannon. She's the worst. She's a criminal. I don't know why so many people are mad at the way Shannon did this locale thing because her insults are petty and and high schoolish. All these YouTubers and all these uh, junior detectives showing all this stuff Shannon and, and her, her confidants had said and posted. Is it not just pure high school garbage? And the way people are reacting to it, it's basically like, oh, did you hear Shannon is totally stalking Emily? Yeah, that sucks. Hey, she called you a bitch last week. What the fuck? I'm gonna go fight her. Fuck that bitch. We're canceling her. It's because what? everyone called her a social, social justice warrior. Shannon is? Yeah. That's no, I'm what sure she is. She says everything. People didn't like it. The fact that she's being exposed for not being that pure SJW, they love shitting on her. Is this why they're claiming to be so angry that, that she was a social justice warrior, but she actually can be mean? Yeah. Mother of God, what is wrong with humans? If I was 18, this would be fucking awesome because that would be the height of my intelligence. These people are full-grown adults. Of course, Emily cares about her stalkers stalking. Of course, the stalkers care about not getting caught being stalkers. Everyone else is just mad because they're pity children that all want to be the loudest in class. And Shannon was the loudest. And so because of these low-cal posts, everyone's saying that all she did was love bomb people and then shit talk them behind their back. And that made her some evil, scheming, vilified, Disney princess monster. That's that's why I get so much disconnect. I'm acting so hyper-incensed. Just when I first heard of this stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, they, you should cancel a stalker. Stalking is, is deplorable. For eight years, oh, my God, that's even worse, you know? But the more I heard it, the more uh, more content is made month after month. Same people after same people talking about the Creepshow Art, Emily Artful problem. The more it's like, she's just the loudest of them all getting the most attention from teacher. And they all are bitter and petty about it. For people that don't know, and there's got to be one or two people on earth that don't know this yet because I tell everyone, I'm a literary scholar. I studied English in college, but I study English all the time. I, I like how language works. I like how it could be put together, how it could be utilized at its lowest extent, at its highest extent. Language and the way people use it fascinate me because I want to know what do they mean when they say this or that. When I hear what Shannon says, I hear her voice recordings, we read her text and whatnot, I hear a person indirectly raging at the world. Because she's always like, yeah, I don't like that she's that way. But then she'll start shitting on herself more. Like, she directly hates herself. A lot of people are taking this to heart. Like, Shannon was their friend and she was shit-talking them. You know, it's interesting because I didn't know what locale was before all this. Yeah, did I? Because who gives a shit, you know? You people don't know each other. (laughs) Your voices squat at each other and that's all Shannon was doing on there and my thing is okay so locale is for anonymity when you want to shit talk people right it, that that's kind of its point yeah and an admin didn't like the stuff she was saying and tracked her down by her IP she ended up breaking their rules to where she was self-promoting a little bit but She's obviously a really good businesswoman and no one gives her credit for it. Uh, Shannon doxed her sibling by simply posting the Twitter address on the form, banning Shannon and exposing Shannon for it. Yeah, it was the locale uh, admins that outed Shannon as the one saying that stuff. 
if not for them doing that, she would have stayed anonymous. So, and there's the problem again, that Shannon's problems come up because of the stalking, which seems to be a, the only real problem. But due to that coming up that way, expo exposing her with her IP, they dumped all this other information that's just character assassination, has nothing to do with real problems, and everyone just ate it up like it was the bloodiest meat. It doesn't make sense. Don't listen to people about what the locale says. Go read them all yourself and think, is this a bad person? or a person with a uh, some kind of problem that's just making them say things because half of what she says doesn't make sense. It's uh, it's esoteric to her own personal life. I mean, what, what does it do for anyone to read that stuff? That's like reading someone's journal. Oh, but we were saying before, uh, locale for this anonymous feature is like going to AA. You're, you're anonymous, people may know your first name, but you know, you don't tell them what you do or you live more than you need to tell to get out of yourself the problems. These admins are like the AA runners. And instead of just banning someone from their, their AA meetings, they banned her and went outside and told everyone who she is and what her problems are. The locale admins basically said, hey, we're an anonymous site where you can say whatever you want unless we get mad at you, then we'll tell everyone who the fuck you are. Shannon needs to see a real therapist and really dig deep in herself to become the person I think she wants to be and could be. But goddamn, why did they out her like that? There's nothing in there that exposes her stalking or any of that kind of stuff. It's just all petty rumors. And then the entire YouTube art criticism tea community is seeing this fight from a distance, getting little nuggets and be like, hey, I know that person. I can assume exactly how they think. And we have this bloody three-sided war. It's mostly motivated, it seems. Well, not mostly. It's partially profit, partially some kind of revenge, either, you know, a, a petty envy or, or just a desire to hurt someone else. Or, or they generally just hated Shannon the whole time. And this is their uh, chance to be in the firing squad. So Creepshow, she was being stalked by someone named Amy. And everyone's saying that Creepshow did that to make it sound like Emily. So if Emily uh, ever came out to say that Emily was being stalked, that Shannon could point to her video. I don't know. That, that's just some master planning right there. Since everyone's giving up their own theory on who Amy is, being Amy, being Emily, I'm going to share my theory. 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 Conspiracy theory. So I believe that Amy is Anthony. You know, because Amy is close to Emily. So I was thinking it was a badly veiled name. But Amy being Anthony makes sense. Because Anthony is an abuser. He has these two women wrapped up in his life. And if you're, you're a woman being abused by a man, how do you incognito take away his power? You say his name, and there's a lot of power in name, but you feminize it. You make them seem like they're not that dangerous and you can handle it out of a personal weakness you can't admit to. I could see her calling him Amy. I mean, the whole Amy theory is really stupid, basically. I could say Amy's Ronald McDonald's, for all I know. I, I have no proof, but I could say it. Of all the theories currently in life, that's not a crazy one. No, you know what? I could see that because most people know when they're being abused. Most people can't come out and say they're being abused. Most people that are being abused still show it in little ways. And if you pick up on that, that couldn't be possible. So the story behind Shannon's stalker, Shannon ends up saying that Amy and her become friends. And why would you become friends with your stalker? Yeah, that always was a weird thing. And everyone's like, well, she was obviously lying. But think of it this way. If you were being abused, you would consider them a stalker if you tried to leave them, right? And then those stalkers actually do love bomb them to where they end up going back to them. And if they go back to them, they're talking to one another, basically, and being with one another. This is why I feel like Amy is actually Anthony. Yeah, because so, you know, that story where Emily said that Shannon's her singing sucked, right? Shannon, for all her many, many, many faults, is smart. I don't know her as a singer, but she is a talented up and coming person in her own right. I think Anthony, as an abusive, perceiving himself alpha male, saw that he had a girl at a prime time before she became her own woman. And he sent his ex that because he knew that he could manipulate her into both of them chicken fighting. To, so they both run back to him. Not that that's how it always works, but in the mind of an abuser it is. And then he made them homeless for speakers. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. 
an alpha Chad doesn't do that. He does make a woman that he's stalking homeless, so she's always in the seat next to him all the time. Oh shit, you're right. I feel dark thinking that because I just tapped into a dark part of myself to be in that mindset. I know my face felt like it just it fucking went, dropped. Went, yeah, where it, like you, the blood just rushed out. Right? Yeah. My eyes started throbbing thinking about that because that is predator. That is not that he's any kind of alpha, but that's a person that thinks they're a wolf that can eat a sheep. Domestic violence victims usually always say that they've been isolated from their family. Yeah. And friends. And what better way to isolate them than have no home for them to track them? You know what made me think that? Huh? When you started saying that your abusive partner is your stalker if you try to leave. And I'm like, no, your abusive partner is your stalker all the time. Because what do abusive men do all the time to their women? They call them at work all the time. They'll show up at lunch when they didn't say they were gonna. Not with food or anything, but just to check in. They, they start convincing women, you don't need to work. You should stay home all the time. And Shannon is a decent artist. Mm -hmm. She may be a good singer. She's definitely a good uh, a people person. She can make connections well. She networks well. She networks well. She's pretty. She's um, energetic, outgoing. He could have very easily lost her because he doesn't look at the monster in sight and fix that person. So instead, he gives into that monster completely and says, I must keep this person in my clutches. Doesn't it kind of sound like that's what he did? It really does. Because the whole, he sends the ex this thing and then tells his current girlfriend what the ex said about her singing? Wouldn't that get a normal guy in trouble? Yeah, it would. Didn't this get him more of her because he's abusing her? I honestly, it, it made me feel dark, but that is a really good theory. And I don't know why people don't think of this. Oh. You know why? Because it seems more realistic than all the shit that they're actually saying. You know, I love movies and literature. Movies and literature are escapism. It's a reality you can't live because Things don't work that way. Everyone's talking about the situation like it's a made-for-TV drama. Yeah. It looks that way. It's not. These are human beings that exist all the time. You, you don't know how conniving he can be. I don't either. I, I don't know the man. I only know all this information. But when I start looking at all the pieces and thinking, what did my father do when he did this to my mother? What, what, what do people I know do? What do they think? Isn't that what they do and think just to the extreme? Yeah, you know, Anthony is a scary man. <sighs> so our next thing also that we wanted to bring up is a lot of people have brought up that Shannon would donate money in excessive amounts of money right i heard at one point that she donated a hundred dollars to someone that was streaming my theory behind that is like i said i believe that shannon is a really good businesswoman she was advertising herself because what what happens when you donate money on one of those streams your name pops up and if she was smart she would use her youtube handle so Technically, she was paying for advertising space. People say that she was just giving money to love bomb them, but I don't feel that that's the case. I have a thing where I bad talk people behind their back, but when they're there, I try to make up for the fact that I've done it because I have this immense guilt that I've done it. I don't mean it. I just don't like conflict or confrontation. I guess in that aspect, Shannon differs because she does seem to thrive on conflict, but maybe that's her bold charging way of handling things. She gets mad and she blindly charges forward. Well, it's like they say, it's a fight or flight response. You flee, she fights. It's an and or binary choice. It is because it's one of the most primitive choices the mind has for survival. It's just, it's survival in the mindscape. It's not even real survival, but in so many ways it also is. I think in a way I feel I want to defend Shannon because she made me realize a lot of things about myself. And maybe I'm I'm trying to defend myself. I'm really proud of you right now saying that you know yourself well enough to say that. Because uh, I've actually been thinking about that lately. You got me thinking. You always tell me you don't know if you know yourself. Yeah, I feel like you do now. In a lot of ways, and you know what? If this whole Shannon creep show art thing is just terrible up and down, I'm glad a silver lining like that exists that it helped you look at yourself without getting to that. And that's the important thing about experience through other people's eyes, but with an honest uh, view of that experience. You gotta look at what other people do and say to yourself, Am I like that? 
Can I be like that? And then ask yourself, do you want to be like that? I think we all hold all these qualities in us, and some of us are just closer to them than we'd ever like to be, you know? But I also, so back to the networking thing, sorry, I, I drifted. That brings up the fact that Shannon does bring up the donations. So as a business person, let's exclude YouTube standards. Let's actually think of this as a business model. It, it's the whole thing where it's like, well, I scratched your back. Why don't you scratch mine kind of thing? And pe people treat that way, especially in business. Especially when it comes to money. Oh, especially. If it, it, that's why like the uh, schools will say that donators control the politics behind what, what they're donating yeah, pretty yeah. much. N nothing is given without something being taken, whether it is an actual donation or not. People still use it. And I know that's a shitty excuse. It shouldn't be done to begin with. But I feel like she's bringing it up because she's thinking of this more business-wise than she is personal-wise. And I think that's the problem. She mixed her business with her friendship. Yeah, that, that causes a lot of problems. Anyone who's tried it once should know. No, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, people said she's two-faced because she was nice on YouTube to them mm -hmm. and in their text and mean in, in that anonymous way, right? Mm -hmm. Or with more close friends mean about more distant friends. Two things on that. One, I, I, I think she was that way because YouTube was her business. She was forcibly homeless. She was in abusive relationship she felt trapped in. YouTube let her speak her mind. YouTube made her money. The people she met on there that were her friends that now are bashing her were the closest thing to a family she's probably ever had. Of course she was nice to them. Are you not nice at work, people? Are you not nice to your family, no matter how you feel? You don't go to a bar afterwards and talk shit on your coworkers? You don't go to a bar afterwards with people you've never met before and talk shit on your family? Fuck yeah, you do. Everyone does. That's all this is. YouTube was her job. She was nice. She went to an anonymous forum and talked shit about her sister and herself. And what the fuck do you people talk at a bar about? How sexy you are? How brilliant you are? No, you talk shit at a bar, right? Yeah, it's true. Because who, who else was she going to say mean? Who else was she going to vent to? Her husband? I, I think not. Did she have a therapist? No. You think an abusive husband that's trying to keep control over you lets you have a therapist? No, and I don't like to say it that way, but that's how it is. I think that's the thing that I hate the most about it, because everyone's acting holier than thou. No, they uh... are. Why are all these other people going on about, oh my god, Shannon called me a bitch? Because it gets the clicks. That's the only reason, and that's the only reason that they don't uh, have Anthony on the title and not Creepshow. That's true. Anthony's not the name here. Anthony was not the face in YouTube. No one gives a shit who he is because there's no money in it. Mm. Even though... <laughs> I think I made, we, we both made a good case of his abuse. And you know, legal cases are treated much differently than social, you know, standards in language and order and process and, and the burden of evidence. It takes far less evidence in society than it does in a court. In a lot of ways, that's good. Stalking cases and such, I don't think it's as good. Someone's hurting Emily. Whoever has been doing it may still be doing it. They need to be brought to justice for sure. But it's so difficult because those screenshots of, of texting and talking to each other don't prove anything. Even if someone in a text is like, yeah, I'm your stalker. People can, for fame or outrage or just because they hate you, say that but not really be the stalker. Or I can even say, I'm your stalker, but that's me like saying, I'm following you everywhere. It could be an insecure statement. It could be... <laughs> it could be a hyperbolic statement. Yeah. You know, like how many people are stalking Kim Kardashian that follow her yeah. online? I don't doubt something's happening to Emily. I, I can't exactly say what or who because it can't be shown. And she definitely would have taken to the police. I feel that in what she talks about. I, I think she's tried to. And it just doesn't work because she's not giving them any more evidence than she's giving all of us. And it's no more circumstantial to us than it is to them. So why the fuck are we treating it at such a lower standard? 
it, and in the end, it's because she's not really proving it. I kind of feel like Creepshow actually could have a defamation case against Emily. She did lose her career over it. Yeah, because um, there's no proof other than some sock puppet accounts that coincided with the series of events, which again, I want to believe it. It's very circumstantial, but I can also logic my way out of it, so I don't really feel comfortable in it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, we all think of, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, mm -hmm. but that's only said in murder cases, because murder and capital punishment are extremities of, of punishment. Stalking punishments, even in society, you know, doesn't need to be to a shadow of a doubt. But if you have so much doubt that you're uncomfortable, that means something, I think. Yeah. You know, if it keeps you up being like, I, I do believe the victim, but I can't put this together. There's so many holes. Basically, if I, if Emily was advocating for herself and I was on a jury trial, I would vote not guilty just because I sympathize with her. I really do, but I'm cold and logical on certain things because this means someone's life. It means someone's career. You have to really dig into it. There isn't any footing. I mean, there's, there's stuff there. It's almost, the, the ground is almost visible. You can almost touch it. You can almost, but it isn't there. Some people actually get tried on circumstantial evidence, like for murder and stuff, but there's always a pattern of behavior. And the pattern of behavior that they're demonstrating for Creepshow, though it does look bad in certain aspects, also doesn't look bad in other aspects. She is normal, honestly. I, I think most of us are good people. We're just toxic. We're toxic because most of us have been directly abused by someone or indirectly abused by this world we have to view. From everything I've seen, I don't doubt Shannon's done something bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, from everything I've seen and heard, I'm absolutely sure Anthony's done a lot of bad, if not directly in his heart. From what I've seen, uh, Emily is a victim, definitely. Not just of this, but of many, many problems in our world. And no one's winning except petty people online that can monetize this and keep it going. It's, it's, they've killed the horse and they've beaten it and now it's just a bloody fucking mess on the ground for a dollar. It's, it's become a freak show. Oh yeah. And I don't remember, no, I didn't mention this last time. One of the people bragged that they were able to buy one of their laptops because of the whole creeps show incident or pay off their laptop. I will take money for any of our stupid bullshit ASMR banter that we do, video game whatever, you know. This is serious and I, I would never feel right. There are certain things that are just beyond understanding and it's so painful to watch how people are treating this. It's like somehow Tipster, the whiny little fucking bitch, yeah, come at me. He gets sympathy? Yeah. No, you're a bad person, Tipster. You can go fuck yourself. Oh, what an altruistic person he is that he can point the finger at someone else. I, and it's not even that. It's just, it's like putting a 12-year-old in front of the computer, reading the news, and then emoting all his opinions. And it's like, I came here to hear the news because I don't, I'm too lazy to read it or too lazy to investigate it. And your thumbnail sounds interesting. So yeah, I don't want your fucking opinion. Your opinion is terrible. All your friends, all your friends, except for Ready to Glare. But I don't even think she hangs out in your circle. Um, Ready to Glare is too good for a lot of these people. Are fucking trash. Can I rant about the unethical so-called journalism? Oh, go for it. That's what really drives me nuts. My problem with journalism, especially online journalism, is very selfish, egotistical, petty reason. Since I can remember, my parents and the general side around me told me I had to be intelligent. I had to practically be good enough to be the president of the United States, which, you know, when you're five, sounds like a pretty important job. Then you get older and you realize what a fucked up mess this is. And then I get to college and I want to write. 
And the only major they have at the time for writing is journalism. So I take journalism and I really like it and I really take it and I'm really good at it. And uh, my teacher actually pulled me aside and points like, hey, you got to use words that aren't so big and sentences that aren't so complicated, you know, with punctuation, just more periods, more short sentences, smaller words. And I'm like, aren't I supposed to sound intelligent? And my journalism teacher told me, you got to write for the lowest common denominator of intelligence. And that's about middle school English learning. I was in college and a college professor told me to write journalistic pieces so a, a young teenager could understand it. And that bothered me, but I did it, you know, and I put my lexicon low and I put my standards of what people wanted low and I felt really sick, you know, so I didn't do journalism afterwards. I believe in better than that. And I see a guy like, you know, tipster and just these T-channel people saying they're journalists because they report on current events and what's going on in the community in the greater world when they're the National Enquirer. They they pull up a YouTube thing and be like, ha. Huh, Look at these dumb, silly animals fighting each other left and right. Oh, hey, who give me a dollar if I give myself liver poisoning? These people are as much P.T. Barnum calling himself a journalist. And I hate it. And it's sick. You know, entertainment has its place. Even trash entertainment. I love trash entertainment. I'll watch TMZ with you. Every day, all day, that's... That's what you're doing. And the laziest part about it is that they don't even have to go out. They read other people's articles. Yeah. They Their input is very, I don't know how else to say it. They're, it's very childish. Prepubescent, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like these people are confined in the smallest of boxes. They put their world views in a box. And they have not expanded beyond that. And I find that terribly sad. I also have a complex that I need to know everything. And because I wasn't educated, I overcompensate. I try to learn everything without asking. So it makes it that much harder for me to educate myself because I can't ask other people. And then I also have trust issues, but, <laughs> but we won't go into that. But I just, I feel like I don't understand YouTube at all. At least the YouTube that I've entrenched myself in, <laughs> you know? I like gossip, but I need a little bit of substance to my gossip. Yeah, and, and it can't be hurting people in real life that may not deserve it, or at least to the extent they're getting it. Oh, yeah. You know... If you prove to me Shannon is a stalker, full on, terrorized you for eight years, really was bad to you, you know? No yeah, women have to prove that she was stalking you for extent of time. Any extent of time. Yeah, anything is traumatizing and bad mm. for you. I mean, more heinous with time, of course, I think is why, why I say it that way. But, you know, prove that to me, really honestly, to where I, I can't poke holes in it. Yeah, it doesn't need to be airtight. It doesn't need to be, you know, 100% definitive. But don't let me be able to poke holes in it and, and have alternative theories that are just as plausible. And you know what I'll say? I'll say, yeah, cancel her because... That's messed up. She needs uh, to be shown there are consequences. You can't be rewarded for behavior like that. But they haven't proved she's doing it. And you know what? Well, what if you prove part of it's Anthony? To whatever percentage you decide, even 1% is culpable. What about his consequences? You know, you're just going to blame one person if two are involved? Uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous. It's because, again, Shannon has a name in the YouTube community and they're dragging her through the mud. I feel like if Shannon was a man, they would understand her business savviness and not mock it like it was love bombing. They would not consider it as a friendship in that aspect. They would just consider it more calculated but not in a scheming way, you know? And they keep on just proving that it's Anthony. If if I am to believe all the situation of the circumstance, all I see it scream is Anthony. And if anything, maybe Creepshow did participate in it, but not to the extent that Anthony did. Like I say, I, I have a warped sense of justice, but I, I still say treat people at least fairly to the point of it doesn't matter where they fall on the scale, listen to what they're saying, understand why they're saying it. I don't know. I just, there is no answer. No, there but, isn't. And this is all opinion based so oh absolutely opinion we, we don't know any of these are facts no more than all these people acting like they know facts i mean true facts if you, you can't punch holes in without being full conspiracy nut 
Mm-hmm. I don't think anything we said is conspiracy nut, though it is conspiratorial. Yeah. But it's only conspiratorial because we have to workshop it together in lacking of information. We have to conspire with each other to make it make sense. But I don't feel we're so far off the rails. I mean, we're not talking lizard people and baby blood drinking, so I think we're okay. And we do love weaving our tails. We do love our tails. We watched the lie anime growing up. Hmm. Does that make you a good detective? I can't tell. I mean, Pikachu was a good detective. (laughs) Maybe. All right, you guys. Damn, that got fucked up. I think we... This is going to be really long. I'm probably not going to edit it as well. So, you guys. You guys. You guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is going to be like two hours. Give me a dollar. No. (laughs) And I'll donate it. But give me a dollar. I'll... Get the dollar to donate the dollar. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I mean, you still got the dollar. Yeah. What you do with it is your decision. And if donating is what makes you happiest, you should donate Well, we it. said we were going to. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm being oh. whimsical with my meaning. You know I... Um, I gotta say, earlier in the conversation, when we had got to... Uh, adults in soiled diapers that are trying to act like they're not and being cutesy. I thought that was the lowest point of our conversation. <laughs> At the end, I missed adults in soiled diapers. <laughs> I, I, I long for those times again. Those we I was so young and innocent back then. I didn't realize how ugly the world could be when I thought of that. <sighs> Yeah, so you guys, I hope you you liked our little stories we weaved oh, to maybe give you a different perspective because obviously we can make up stories and they are taken as fact. I mean, not to say Emily's making up stories, but you know. I, I think uh, everyone outside of Emily and Shannon are making up stories because we can't really know what's happened between them it's it's unrecordable mm-hmm. but everyone else is just making shit up because they lack so much information bye, bye fuckers, fuckers.